Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How good is God to me? And uh, part of the mission and the reason that I have a radio show is to is to become a sharer, more and more of a sharer. You know, um, I used to hear my mother say it to me all the time, but God blesses you to become a blessing. And I think the more you understand that about yourself, I think the more blessings will flow your way. I think that once you understand the principle that, uh, you know, it, it, but it's kind of tied together with some other scriptures, and I'm not too knowledgeable about them, of course, as usual. But I do know what I've heard, you know. And, you know, if you look at something simple as do unto others as you would have them do unto you, uh, wouldn't you want somebody to help you if you needed help? I just know how to get it down there to where I've been able to understand it. If, if, if there's a scripture similar that it says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Or if that's, you know, in a prayer, would not you want somebody to help you if you needed help? You've heard you reap what you sow. Do you understand that if you sow discord, that discord is going to come your way? That if you hate, hate going to come your way. If you blog nothing but negative comments about people, your life will be filled with negativity. If all you do is talk about people, then guess what? Somebody got to turn that gun around and talk about you. See, it, it just stands to reason. So what I've learned in my life and through all the, the trials and tribulations that I've had 
is to take those lessons and share them with people in case you ain't heard it from somebody else. See, sometimes, and the reason it seems like I'm redundant at times, is which I am, is because I'm always trying to find a different way to say the same thing. Because it's a funny thing, man. You got to hear it a certain way for it to click with you. How many times have I heard a saying and then I heard it a different way that it clicked with me? You know, I've heard uh, this saying right here. Remember this now. Everybody's not happy for you. We've all heard that, right? Everybody's not happy for you. Well, that's very simple. That, I don't need no explanation. That simply means of all the people you know or do not know, when something happens to you and you're celebrating it, everybody not going to join in on the celebration. That's all that is. But then you take it one step further. My father used to say something to me all the time. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. I didn't get that when I was 15. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. He said, you're going to lose some of these friends you got along the way. But I don't care where you get in life. Know this right here. Everybody can't go with you. If you are constantly trying to improve yourself, you constantly have to take assessment of the people around you. Because if you are going to continue to go and continue to grow, then guess what? You got to have people that's on the go and willing to grow. Or else, guess what? You're going to learn a valuable lesson. You know, the late uh, boxing promoter, Butch Lewis. I was talking with Butch Lewis one time. And, uh, man, what a good brother, man. He said, every successful man is doing what I call, he got rope work to do. He got rope work to do. He got to put in work on rope. And I'm sitting there listening to Butch Lewis and all the money he had made and all the people's lives he had changed and all of the moves he was making and his and the incredible skills as a negotiator on behalf of some very, very wealthy people. He was just an, an amazing man with no education, but he read everything. He Butch Lewis read all the, all the papers, all the periodicals. That brother knew everything. He said, uh, you got to put in rope. And I was sitting there listening. He said, here's the analogy, little brother. He said, you are on rope. There's a thick rope you have on no shirt. You have on some tattered clothes. You have on no shoes. Your shorts is cut off just below the knee and they tatted. And you got dirt on you and you're sweating. There's this huge, huge raw rope over your shoulder. There's burn marks on all of your shoulder. Connected to that rope is a wagon. That wagon has all your weight on it all your responsibilities, all the people you're responsible for, all your children, your wife, your family members, your employees, your, your co-workers, your friends, they all on that wagon, man. They just sitting there. He's saying what you got to do is you got to pull that wagon up the hill. Now, only thing with it is can't nobody help you pull your wagon. You pull your wagon alone. He say, now, what you can do along the way of pulling your wagon is you can find yourself a good wife, a good woman. He say, now, what that woman does is she get down off the wagon. She fan you while you pull it. She put water on you while you pull it. She put stuff in your mouth while you pull it. She kick rocks out the way while you pull it. But she, but she pulling for you. But she is equally as important as you are on the pull of the rope. 
He said, you hear me clearly now, young soldier. He said, nah, get this here. He said, it's people on your wagon that you're responsible for, but you want the people on your wagon to help you get your wagon to the top. So what you hope is that they got their foot hanging over the side, pushing. They got one leg over the back, or maybe both legs over the back, pushing. They got they might have their butt on the wagon, but they push it with both legs. They back facing your back. Maybe some of them facing you, but one of them got left leg hanging over trying to push. And you hope that all them people on the wagon you pulling is back there at least trying to help the wagon get to the top of the hill. Here go your problem, though. Everybody ain't pushing. Everybody ain't pulling. Ain't, everybody ain't pulling. Everybody ain't kicking rocks out the way. You got some people on your wagon that's just laying on the wagon, drinking lemonade, looking at you, talking about how long it's taking you to get your wagon up to the top, looking at you, talking about why this wagon's so slow. Then when you start picking up, picking up speed, they want you to pull harder, you to pull faster, you to pull more. Then they want you to throw what you done earned on the way up the hill back to on the wagon so they can have more. But guess what? They ain't helping you get more. But they got a sense of entitlement that since you got more, they should have more. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. Sometimes you got to kick the people off the wagon that ain't pushing and pulling and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I thought I could do this with you, and I thought you was going with me. But it's clear to me you ain't nothing but dead weight, and it ain't my responsibility to carry dead weight anymore. I have carried you as long as I have to carry you. You are no longer my responsibility. I am responsible for my family, my wife, my children. I'm not responsible for you. You got to get off my wagon because I'm a man on rope. I'm on a mission, baby. I'm pulling. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. People, people get ready. There's a change a coming. Uh, that's not how I want to start the show. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Just thought I'd stop that for it. Went too far down a dark hole. Yep. Sounded like that wasn't going to go nowhere, Steve. All this improv, sometimes you just got to do what it is you do. Just say hi to everybody. You're always trying to change something. Just stupid. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Hard on himself. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, or, or maybe he's psychic. Yeah, just go on and just before they start tweeting that. Yeah. Now. <laughs> morning, Shirley. Hey, good morning, Steve. Morning, Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. How are you? The one and only Kill Junior Spates. Morning, Unc. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas W. Miles. The second. Yes, sir. Top of the morning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, Steve Harvey? Everything, everything. You know, Wednesday is weird. Do you know what today is? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I think that commercial won the Geico when they had a contest, the best commercials. The camel commercial won. Yeah. It oh, should I have. It should, should have. have. Yeah. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> Just irritating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Steve talked about his knees, how knock needed the oh, camel was. Oh, he knock came through yeah. there walking like my sister. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. The camel was knock knee. Yes, uh-huh. Carla, yes. Very. I gotta check that out. Extremely mm-hmm. knock knee. I'm about to pull it up on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm look it up. That was such a good. Out so of what Donald commercial. Trump do yesterday? What this dude? What man? didn't he do? He did. He, he put out a tweet. London. Yeah, I mean. No, no, he put out a tweet. Mm-hmm. What? What did they call? What is he called? Crying Chuck Schumer. 
Mm-hmm. And then he goes, wow, what a creep. I mean, he tweets this. He's the president. He's he calling the, the House Speaker. A, a, yeah. uh, he's called it a guy. Just a creep. I mean, in a tweet, you take the time to name calling from the president. It's and you, and most... you know what, what we do stay, lives on the Internet forever. So imagine the president. This is history forever. It goes into the presidential yeah. record. This is, These yeah, are this the is words. forever. <laughs> I mean, seriously, man, I hope we uh, never, ever do this again. Yeah. The flag ought to fly half mast the rest of the time he in there because he killing us, though. Yeah. He killing us. I mean, he yeah. really is, man. He that ain't no joke, Tommy, for real. Yeah. Well, real. I mean, you know, we're going to have four more years if we don't get a, a proper candidate I'm in there. Ready. Yeah. I'm ready, folks. Six. <sighs> well, it's two and a half now. Right. I mean, after yeah. the election next year, yeah. Oh, next year. So it's been three yeah, he got We're elected hitting, in 2016. 2020 is the next election. Gee, yeah, yeah so, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Ooh, so. we got to get to I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't like the way the Democrats look right now. No. It's just not, it's not a winning look. No, we got to get stronger. We look all over the place. We don't even, we don't even have nothing we're running on. True. We don't even have a platform. platform. Yeah, yeah. It, we're, yeah, we look, you know. We just got 30 people up there. That's what we got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ready to debate. Yeah. Man. Oh. All right. We're coming back at 32 after the hour with Ask Steve. Hello? Just for you, Steve. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Earthquake. Earthquake yeah. will be our special guest. Uh, that's right. Right now, it is time for Steve's favorite segment. It's called Ask Steve, where we do rapid-fire questions. Are you ready, Steve? Yeah, surely. I know. Keep your answers short. Keep your answers short, okay? (laughs) All right, here we go. How would you describe your life in one sentence? Sentence. It has been an amazing journey. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it that. has been an amazing Deep. journey. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Come okay. On, okay. Okay. I got one. What is something you want to tell your significant other, but are afraid that if she find out, she'll break up or divorce you? Oh. <laughs> I know the answer oh, to that. No. Hell no. No <laughs> hell, I'm saying that. Right. <laughs> I, don't I, say that. I, I don't I don't I don't know hell why no. the hell they give me that hell that, that, that no, question. No, I'm gonna tell you Because see, no, hell no, I'm not giving that. That'll be all over the internet. <laughs> Steve Harvey wants to Oh no. Oh, no. oh no. Great question, but <laughs> it is a really good question. He's oh, the question is outstanding. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Come on, I'm Carl. I'm not walking into that bullet. Well, maybe you can answer this one, Steve. All right, here's a question. What is the most surprising thing you've accidentally overheard about yourself? Mm. He doesn't forget anything. Anything. You know, he observes oh, yeah. mm-hmm. things all the time. I don't know, man. I've heard surprising things. Mm-hmm. The oh, most surprising thing. One of the most surprising things was a little boy uh-huh. who came up to me at the wearable gala just this past weekend. This is my most recent surprising gala. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's the keynote speaker. At the camp this Sunday, he the mentoring camp. Yeah, came to my camp uh, eight years ago, 
came up to me and told me, Mr. Harvey, your camp changed my life. I was called to the ministry that night after listening to you. I'm a minister and I'm preaching at the camp for the closing remarks on this Sunday. That was pretty surprising to me. Wow. Because I don't know what I said. <laughs> turn, turn this boy into a preacher. Hide many kids I done cussed out down there. <laughs> oh, that's cool though. Congratulations. That's tough love. It's called that tough is. love, that, Steve. That, that was really a, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a really big surprise. Wow. Me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Junior. All right. Uh, all right. What is something you did when you were younger that could have killed you, but you were too young <laughs> to realize it? <laughs> something. Stupid. So he got plenty of well, them. Well, I got a bunch yeah. of them. Uh, one time, my brothers convinced <laughs> me and my nephew to paint. My father had bought this cat strap home that we got whippings with, and he kept it on the hook right over his rocking chair. My brother told me and my dumbass nephew, if you paint it white and hang it back on that hook, he ain't going to know it because it blend in with the wall. <laughs> we painted it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, what, and what happened? Notice, notice all the nephews got to be dumbass. Notice that. Yeah, that right there. We almost got killed. Uh, Also, another one was when it snowed outside, Mm -hmm. we would hide behind the cars at the corner, whichever car was in the heat high. And when the car pulled off, you know, they pulled off slow because our streets were brick Mm -hmm. and they didn't want to spin, so they would pull off slow. If they pull off slow, we would run, squat down behind it, grab hold to the fender, and ski all the way back. What? <laughs> yeah, that's they that. were black skiers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And so one time I was doing <laughs> it, and them. I slipped and fell, <laughs> and my glove got caught on some hook inside uh-huh. the man's fender. So oh, now I done wow. slipped and fell, and my glove got hooked on it. Now, I'm skinny, so this this just dragging my ass down the street. <laughs> I ain't skiing no more. I'm just getting drugged. I drug all the way down the street till it got to the corner. Wow. Oh, you could have died. That's, that's yeah. serious wow. right well, there. I've almost killed myself a bunch of times. All right, let me interject okay. right here, Steve. Um, I asked you at the beginning, please try to keep your answers as short as that possible. That was the shortest so, answer I could so we give could get tell to the story. <laughs> so we could get to as many questions as possible. Well, we could have been you, with another question without that statement. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Steve? Uh, what did you do as a kid, uh, as a young man, I should say, to impress the ladies? Nothing. That's short enough for you. You're happy. Aww, he mad at you. <laughs> I'm trying was, to get was, a lot was, of questions. I was in. a cooler yeah. dude, man. I had a lot of game, you know. So what'd you do? I didn't. I wasn't. When I was young, I, it wasn't working. But I thought I had game. Uh-huh. I tried. I walk. I walk a girl home, carry her books. You oh know, yeah, that was great. Stuff like that. I mm-hmm. tried that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I was writing them poems on construction paper, giving it to them. Like, do you, nice. can you remember a poem? A no, I couldn't one? spell that good, so they was laughing at them a lot. Oh. My spelling was shot. <laughs> but the sentiment was there. Your heart was in the right place. Yes. Yeah, but you know, when you didn't misspell Rose, R-O-Z-E. <laughs> You know, you, that ain't, wow. that ain't oh, it's sexy. called poetic license, though. Yeah, it's well, you know, Rose, license. 
Because I spell like I talk Rose, R-O-Z. <laughs> okay, cool. No. What did he spell? Look, he's so stupid. <laughs> he's so stupid. <laughs> Come on, Carla. <laughs> All right, we got one minute. Let's get him in. Uh-huh. What TV show was ruined by the final season? What you gonna say? Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Yeah, everybody yeah. knew that show. one. That's easy. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Junior, All right, come on, Junior. <laughs> All right, uh, this is funny. What is the most embarrassing comment a girl has made to you after sex? <laughs> wow. <laughs> embarrassing. Oh, I had this girl tell me in college, I ain't even feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I heard her too. I said, hell me. <laughs> And we was both up in there not feeling nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You say you say that about me if you want to. But I didn't feel nothing. You were always quick with the clock. Yeah. Oh, I, that was for real too. I didn't feel a damn thing. All right, Steve, that is the end today of your favorite segment. It's called Ask Steve. Now, coming up oh, next, it is the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Earthquake is going to be hanging out with yeah. us. Yes, yes, we're excited about that. But right now, the nephew is in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? Charlie, we're going to garner some wages up in here. Oh, Lord, you shut to? the room down with this man. one, man. Come on. We're going to garner some wages up in here, baby. Y'all ready? Some, some, some what? what? Some more pressure. We're going to garner some wages. <clears throat> wait, wait a minute. It ain't it ain't about clearing your throat. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. It's the tongue and the lip. But, but but Steve, did you hear him say, wait a minute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he was fixing it. Okay. Yeah. I just, Hold on, the lady told junior. me to count. Three times. What'd she tell you? Oh wait, wait, oh, wait, what 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 the lady tell you to do? Oh your teacher. Said, count slow and then close your eyes. Alright, go ahead. Honest your way. Your wages. You did. Just say it. No, we did. Wow. Oh. You saw that? No, wow. No, I heard that. We didn't. <laughs> wow. Phew. <laughs> just make it easier. You said that. We'll take some people money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Run it. Let's run it. Let's run it. Hello. I'm trying to reach a y'all uh, place. Message calling. My name is uh, from the district attorney's office. Yes. Uh, hi, how are you? Uh, giving you a call today, ma'am. I'm trying to get some updates from you. Your husband, Mr. is he uh, still not working at this point? No, sir. Okay. Uh, how long has he been out of work so far, ma'am? Could you could you give me an update on this? First of the year, January. Okay. All right. Here's what we're having, the problems that we're having. You have a son. Um, I think it's uh, his name is as well, 14 years old. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the child support is not being paid from uh, Mr. for the uh, for Mr. Young, and we're trying to get this thing rectified. Now, the problem that we're going to have, and the reason why we're giving you a call, is considering that your your husband hasn't worked since the first of the year, and I haven't done the research yet. I'm just mm-hmm. now I'm just now pulling up your file. I haven't done the research to see how many months in the rears he is on child support. But it, it just started once um, he lost his job. Okay. Well, the problem that we're we're going to have is they're going to start taking uh, child support, actually, and, and I hate to give you this news, out of your check until— I don't, I don't understand how that's so, because I have my own kids, so I, I don't understand that. I understand, but they're going to be garnishing your check, ma'am, uh, until, this, until your husband can get this thing back on his feet and get it rectified and get him 
uh, up to par as far as all the payments that are that are not. And there. when will this be taking place? Because if that's the case, I'm not going to be working. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. I have my own children, so I don't understand how is that for so. I don't, I don't have anything to do with child support or anything like that. And if that's the case, I'm not going to be working as of right now. The garnishing of the check is going to come from you. Now, you are at the hospital, correct? No. That's not that's not where you work? I don't, I'm not going to be working as of right now. <laughs> that's what I just told you. So y'all do whatever you got to do, and I'll do whatever I have to do on my end, okay? Well, well hold on a minute. You're willing to quit your job? I'm not understanding this. this... You're sure why? Because I, I'm not going to be taking care of someone else's kids, and I have my own. So how? That's right. So somebody else can take care of my eyes then, because I'm not going to be doing it. You're so right. All right. Well, I mean, I'm just, you know, don't, I don't want you to who, be upset with me. Who are with, you? I, I mean, don't want you to be I upset with me. I can be able to contact you. Okay. You, you know, I'm going to I'm going to let you know this. It's a bit of information. You're mm-hmm. still going to, if, if you're quitting your job, ma'am, you guys are still going to be liable for the child support. Okay. Well, that's fine. Not you guys, because it's not my children, sir. Okay, it's not you guys. It's he will be liable. Okay, because okay? I don't. I mean, can I step? Can you hold one moment? Because I need to step outside. If that's okay, or if there's a number, I can contact you back. Okay. Are you able to step outside right now? Um. Yes, but I'm gonna get on the elevator, and it's gonna kind of throw the call off. Okay, let's do this. Why don't you step outside? And, and I'll wait for you to call. Give me about forty-five seconds, but I'm gonna give a call to my manager on this situation. Okay. Please do, sir. Okay. Uh, all right. Thank, thank you. you. Uh-huh. Hello. Okay, Miss. Yes, sir. Hi, again from the district okay. attorney's office. Okay, you can hear me now. Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, I sure can. Now let's get to the bottom of everything. I couldn't get my manager on the phone, but uh-huh. uh, I'll keep trying. I just want to know. Um, I mean, that, that's I'm just a message, messenger mean, letting you know. You know. I, hate, I know you are, and I hate to be so short with you, but I don't understand because we're not even getting enough income coming in as of right now, and you're speaking of. I have three children that I'm struggling to take care of on my own and find somebody from the district or something. But, um, and you're speaking of that you're going to be deducting money from going to share my check for his child support. What's your something? What's your name? Man, who's is, is there someone else I need to speak with? No, we're on the phone. That's my sister taking care of some men. What part of district attorney? County, ma'am. Yeah. On the line from the Office of Child Support Service. She works with the Office of Child Support Service. Okay, okay. may I speak with your sister? Let me speak with your sister, ma'am. So, what do you, I mean, how is this going to be done? Because that's not going to leave me the cash to be able to support my own kids. Well, I mean, in my own home. I I understand that. You know, maybe this is a problem with having a person hanging around. It's not a person because has raised his seat about his kids all their life. This is a jealous mother that decided after 18 years that she wanted to... T- uh, what, in the, what in the hell is going on with those people in the background? Hello? This nephew Tommy, it didn't hit the fan. She went off. No, I couldn't get her to go out, but her sister was there. Don't say nothing to him made her get off the phone. So I need you to call on three ways. They was calling somebody. They probably was calling downtown, going to get themselves in more trouble. Okay, hold on a minute. You down here? I'll call you back, honey. What's wrong? I'll call you back, honey. I'll tell you about the other one. No, you, you won't. You're going to talk to her right now. Who the f***? Who is this? I told you you're going to pay this child support, not me. Get your life. Get the best way you can. He's talking to me.
me, call me. I'm gonna pay this child for you. Pay it. You're gonna make me. You're gonna make me whip your behind this money. Find out who he is. You wanna, you wanna talk to my lawyer, sir? Yeah, I wanna. Where's your? You don't have a lawyer. You know well you don't have one. Why don't y'all? Whoever, have you got my number, honey? This some process. They have to go for your job. Hey, who is this? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yo, just got pranked by baby. I'm gonna cut y'all. Something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> Home run, third base. What you think? Where I'm at? Cool. That's all I need. As long as I'm stupid. That's that's my job. It's just to be stupid. So I'm good with that. Oh, oh, you're outstanding. You're Thank a you. great CEO and president of that. Mm-hmm. Coming up at the top of the hour as we move on, we're going to have some fun, more fun, with Earthquake in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a matter of fact, just ladies and gentlemen, get the boys and girls out the room. Clear? (laughs) Let's move everybody out. (laughs) Safety first. Uh, I'm about to introduce a dude, man, that's just an old friend of mine. You know what I mean? I mean, we go back way, way back. I remember when he knocked on my door at a hotel that had the, you know how you had a door off the balcony? He knocked on my door off the balcony. You know, I was in one of them hotels where you could walk up and see the, you could see your dough from the parking lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've had them yeah. moments. Don't y'all think I've always been here. Knocked <laughs> on the door, introduced himself. I invited him. He said, I'm Earthquake, man. I'm in the Navy. And, oh, uh, man, brother, I just admire you so much. Can I ask you a couple questions? Ladies and gentlemen, I had him in. We've been friends ever since. He's been a defender of mine a fighter of mine, but more so than that, ladies and gentlemen, this dude right here is one of the baddest damn stand-ups that Mm. graces the stage today. One of the few living that can do 90 minutes straight, get a house laugh, 85% of the room, every 18 to 22 seconds. It ain't but a handful of them. He is one of them. Ladies and gentlemen, a stroke of genius, a gut-busting fool. Put your damn hands together for my man, the one and only. His name is synonymous with pain and buildings crumbling. Earth with an F. Earthquake. <laughs> yeah. How yeah, about women better? You see that intro? That's right. Yes, a Steve Harvin believer. Yo. That's right. In the front line. <laughs> wet, wet on my chest and out my lips. 
That's yeah. it. Doing nothing but number ones out here. Steve say number, number one. ones is how you get it. You understand? <laughs> you got them twos and threes jokes, you ain't gonna get fed. Yeah. You got yeah. to put them ones in there. Yeah, oh, number you got one. to have them ones. That's what he told me. That yeah. he tell you, them ones, Junior. Yeah. When you put them back to back ones, yeah. that's when that guarantee go high. See, in, in case y'all don't understand what Quake is saying, I talked to Quake, my system, when I was developing as a stand-up. I graded my jokes on the scale of one to three. If I if I did a joke that just was to feel time, to get me to a segue, that was a three joke. It maybe got a laugh, probably didn't, but it was okay for filler. No, and then I had a num- graded a number two joke. Them jokes was 50-50. Sometimes they was funny, sometimes they didn't. And then I had jokes that was a number one. No matter when I told it or how I told it, that damn joke always mashed. Every time I wrote a two, I took one of the threes out. Every time I wrote a one, I took a three out. Every time I wrote a two, I took a three out. So finally I just had ones and twos. And then I wrote my jokes, and every time I wrote a one joke, a killer, I took another two out. That was a 50-50. Yeah. And I took a write another one. I replaced that two out. Until finally I looked up and I had 30 minutes of nothing but ones. And then <laughs> after that, that's all I wrote was ones, baby. If I wrote a two, I went back to the lab, came out with a one, and replaced that. Steve Harvey, two hours of ones. Ones. <laughs> ones. I'm talking about ones. Yeah, man. Yeah. We just learned a lot. Right yes. There. That, that was oh. a class right Knocking there. Knocking you out yeah. like I, <laughs> Anthony Joshua. You out. You out. Hey. Go hey. back to England. That's how you, when you get them ones, shock the world. Boy, yeah. Carla sent me a meme of that that was so damn funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knocked him on out. Knocked him on out. The worst damn fight. I said, you done messed up all this money with your stupid ass. No, he made it good for fat people. I told you you can be in fat and still be in shape. I find, listen, oh, yes. He had abs, but that gut took him out. You understand? Yeah. 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 High cholesterol can win. You understand? Oh, y'all, 2% body fat. Out here, not eating a pork chop. Look at the pork chop one this weekend. Look yeah. at high blood pressure. Yeah, high look, blood look pressure. Look at high blood pressure. Hypertension. Did well this year. That boy was 2% body fat, but he had a real weak chin. You understand? Wasn't no ribs on that chin, was it? <laughs> yeah, it popped them real hard. I don't see how they speak to each other after the fight. You just knocked me out. I ain't got nothing to say to you, your mama, nobody else. We ain't interviewing. I ain't hugging you, say no good fight. Where the pistol at? Where the pistol at? Where the pistol at? You understand? You did this in front of my mama, the whole country. My girl said, My girl, I done blew 55 million like Steve said. Somebody got to die. This Brooklyn. Somebody die. Take these gloves off and bring this pistol. About to be some real work here. Beat him up real bad. Englishman. Wild and just yeah. mad as I don't know what. Man, just mad. Told his girl, take that double R back. We done lost it. <laughs> take the double R back. Didn't you just see him get knocked out? Yeah. It's gone. Gotta go. It gotta go. <laughs> Blew it. 
Wow. I swear it was terrible. Mm. But he hit him so hard, my TV moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing. I, I, I wanted to call the police. I am witnessing murder right now on this illegal cable I got. <laughs> <laughs> Your TV slid. It slid. Uh. Came off the hinges. It was just that bad, Junior. So quick, we got to find out what brings you here. You yes. got to tell us about your concert dates coming up. Well, I come here all the time because yeah. I got to hang around a better shade of people. <laughs> yes, I'm serious. Me and my money got to break up with my friends. I got to go yeah. hang with other people. Hey, all quick, right, we'll stay right there. Yeah. We come back. All we right, please give food. me some advice. I me swear. and my friends got to break up with my money. <laughs> Coming up more with Earthquake at 20 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, we back uh, with the one and only Earthquake. Hey, yeah. Quake, yeah, where yeah. you at, man? Yeah. What you got going? You man, got some dates? Where you perform? Listen, man, um, this weekend I'm going to be in Jacksonville, the Duval Comedy Zone. Uh, make sure that's tomorrow, Duval. Thursday. Yeah. That's right. They treat me well then. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But next weekend is a big weekend. New York City, my fifth annual Father's Day. Got one of your partners in crime. We're going to be in the Kingston on Friday. I mean, on Saturday. And Sunday, Father's Day, we're going to be in J-Pack. I got the one and only one of the kings. You know, Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Doing my five. Now, that's yeah. show right Dion there. Dion Cole going to be there. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 We're going to sit there. I got a list of no but those are the two, including yourself. Yours truly going to be there for the fathers, the forgotten soldiers, the one that gets no shout outs, no nothing, you know, because, right. you know, Mother's Day can't get a, a, a reservation in a uh, in a dinner. You can't do it in no restaurants. Uh, but Father Day, you can walk in. Ain't nobody in there. They don't care about a father. They only we bring them a father. Yeah. yeah, when the baby do wrong, where's the father at? You don't hear nothing about the father until the baby do something wrong. Yeah, yeah just, just walk in there. Ain't no buffet. Ain't no, ain't nothing. Uh, ain't, ain't no brunch. Ain't no Father Day brunch. Ain't no Father Day special. Daddies don't get nothing but child support, and my daddy don't love me. That's all you hear. My daddy never loved. What's wrong? Must they had no daddy love. Every time I go to strip club, I hear the same thing. Must didn't have no daddy love. I'm just telling you. I had to make it that good fathers like my boy Steve. He's a grandfather. He's being fathers to other fathers that ain't fathers. Mm-hmm. They need to get some accolations and some appreciation. So this is my fifth annual show. This is the fifth annual oh, wow. in New York City. And I'm bringing it. I wanted to ask Steve, but I couldn't catch up with him. <laughs> yeah, he's a little yeah, oh, you can't catch him. You got a better chance hitting the lottery. <laughs> so I just hang around him. He dropped them jewels. I pick him up. I'll take that. I'll take that. I love it. That's Quake. a great That's thing good, you're man. doing for fathers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Five years in a row. Oh, wow. WBLS ain't pay me. I took something. Wait, they don't. They don't give fathers nothing, man. Nah. Nothing. What's your worst gift? Or your best gift? How about that? The worst ever. My son borrowed money for me to buy me something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's the best one. Here you go, man. I need some money so I can go get you something for Father Day. And it was Monday. (laughs) It was after. Yeah. It was Monday. Well, I said, let me go get you tested. <laughs> Coming up next at 34 after the hour, more with the highly energetic earthquake. He's so funny. <laughs> and uh, that's going to be at 34 after the hour. You're listening 
right, y'all, we back with my buddy, longtime friend, legend, uh, the one and only Earthquake, got the big Father's Day show. Where we at again, Quake? Oh, we in MJ Pack on Father's Day, and we at the King's Theater on Saturday. That's what's happening on here. We're going to do it for Father's Day next weekend because yeah, Father's is special. I don't care how you bring these kids in the world, brother. You need to be respected and appreciated for what you did to having this child. I'm telling you just like that. As a father, I know it. I got four of them. I ain't having no more. A woman comes say she's pregnant now with one of mine. I'm faking my death. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> faking my Uh-oh. death. That's it. That's, a, that's, that's it. Quake dead. <laughs> Quake dead. That's it. Tommy says that all the time about faking his death. I'm a faker. That's it. It's all over. I, I, I'm a, just go up there as Nathaniel yeah. Strowman. Is that a thing now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. I can't do another time. I don't know. No, it's over with. One positive test for me saying this is. (laughs) One. Huh? One positive. I'm I'm tapping out on life. (laughs) (laughs) Taking all the money I got, Steven, I'm gone. Somewhere. Yeah. You hear me? Somewhere. Just be run on the run like a mobster. Nothing but cash. <laughs> Everywhere I live, paying everything straight cash, homie. No credit. No, no, no credit or nothing. Short cards. With no paper no, trail. No, no paper that. trail. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah, yeah. A burner foam and everything. I'm living on the land. Yeah. <laughs> You're a fugitive from I'm a, the field. I'm a t- if my kid catch up with me, go and leave me. Write a book. My father, here, this is your motivation. I'm your, building your yeah, story. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> Might as well get out your life now. I'm 56. Time you get old enough, I ain't going to be able to play with you. Come on. <laughs> Tell your mama, find somebody. When you get old enough, I ain't going to be able to play uh-huh. with you. Might as well we break up now. <laughs> ain't no sense of having a relationship that ain't going to last. I'm 56. I'm 56. Come on. I ain't going to be able to play with you. I ain't going to be able to play with you. I'm sitting out here in a wheelchair throwing you the ball. Talking about getting back. No, sir. Get back. No, sir. No sir. Right. No, sir. No, sir. Ah. <laughs> hey, how your grandson doing? No, that's my son. No, sir. I'm not ah. living my last days like that. Oh, I tell God. him when I walk in there. Ain't happening. Ah. Ain't happening. You, uh, you come here if you want to with a positive test. <laughs> it's over. Ah. You're going to kill a black man's career. Just letting you know. Ah. MJ Pack. <laughs> Come on for Father's Day. Come see me. Oh, bring the kids. If you got kids, man, bring your father nah, out. Do something for your father. It's in Newark, New Jersey. King's Theater is in Brooklyn. That's where we're getting down. In Jer- I'm in um, Jacksonville this weekend. Okay. Beautiful hum day Wednesday, and you got to be with Quake. That's what it is. Follow me on Instagram at The Real Earthquake and see what I'm doing. Man, we love <laughs> you. Yeah. Oh, and you can see oh. who he following. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that's the most embarrassing damn thing I've ever Why you say that, Steve? I'm so ashamed of my buddy Quake ass every time. Huh? It's your fault, Steve. You said mm. God already know. Why should I care what everybody else think? He knows my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here in these streets. Worry about what they say yeah. about me. Follow me on the Instagram as The Real Earthquake. I love Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is the family. I drop yeah. by. Say hello Hello. to you. Got to see my uncle. I got me a little bit more money now. Got to hang around better people so I can get some advice. Because I don't want no unsung. I ain't going to have one. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to have me head no <laughs> pushing me around, talking about he was hot. No, you can keep that. I'm always, I got money right now <laughs> in a care passion. Right now. My, 
my disability, my disability insurance guy, caregiver in it, three hundred dollars a day. Somebody push me around, put me in the front of the TV, and watch Judge Judy. <laughs> you don't want no unsung. I don't, I don't want, want no unsung. Have me said I'm living in my own mother house, and people down there and got me a GoFundMe page. No sir, he used to be hot. He was funny. Steve Harvey said he was one of the great, but where is he now? Yeah, you won't get that. Not here, sir. No sir. You gonna have you gonna see a white woman pushing me around. I'm eating Oreo cookies. <laughs> All right, Quake. You know we gotta right. get out of here. I, I'm we about love to go. You. I love you too. Thank you, Steve, for the I opportunity. Did. I no, love y'all. You my man. You deserve it. You my boy. <laughs> I love y'all. So I'm out of here like last year. Peace. Oh man. All right, thank you, Quake. As always, coming up, another one. The nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right around four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. The second child could ruin my relationship. All right, mm. yeah. That's <laughs> baby number two, yeah. Number two always get the bad uh, red. <laughs> that middle child. The, the second child could ruin my relationship is the subject of today's strawberry letter. But right now, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? We talking about my first child. Your son and my daughter. <laughs> Your son and my daughter. What you crying? Oh, yeah, man, what's all the crying for? Well, your son, your son, and my daughter. He's so dramatic. I know. <laughs> ah, <not> the, <laughs> the whimpering cry, right? <laughs> your son and my daughter. Let's run it. Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach Darren's Darren's father. Is this Darren's father? Yes, it's Darren Singer. Listen, I, I, I'm calling you. LaShonda is my daughter. She goes to college up there with your son. Uh-huh. And the, I'm getting, the word I got a few minutes ago was that the, the two of them that run off and then got married together. I don't okay. know what, 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 what make them run off and get married like wait. that. Wait, 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 wait. Where did you hear this from? I just got a phone call from one of the kids at the school saying that they didn't, that this the girl that grew up with and went to, grew up with all two grade school. She called and said, LaShonda and Darren, then, then, then ran off and got married together. And they done it, they say they done it yesterday or something. Wait, 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 wait. My son ain't, I talked to him uh, about three days ago, and he, he ain't done nothing like that, I know. So, they uh, say they did it yesterday. I've been calling LaShonda and calling. Ain't nobody picking up, and I call her. The, the, the boy, they give me the boy phone number, and I call him, and ain't nobody picking up and answering nothing. It, just, it, it ain't like my baby girl do like nothing, well, nothing, well, nothing like this here. Well, it's not like my son to do nothing like that without talking to me first. So uh, let me call down there and talk to Darren and uh, I, give me your number, and I'll, I'll call you back. I'm going down there to that school myself. I'm going to find both of them. Now, I'm going to call you to let you know this. Now, if I find out that my baby girl that ran off and got married because she didn't got pregnant, I'm, I promise you I'm going to do something to that boy of yours if he got my baby pregnant. You hear me? Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. You're not going to do nothing to my son. 
I, I, I understand about your daughter. That's my son now. You're not going down and put your hands on my son. If you got my baby, if you got my, that's my only baby I got. That's it. Well, well, I understand that's your only baby, but that's that's my only son. And you talking about going to put your hands on him, you're going to have a problem. If he, if he got my baby pregnant, your son, Darren, going, I'm going to beat his ass. I mean what? that. Oh. I mean what, what, what's your name again? What's your Dylan, name? Dylan, my name. You hear me? Who is my baby? What's, what's your name? What's your name? Dylan. Like 
Do they still I'm do sure that? I'm sure they do. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. But but yeah. they don't do it like they, they no, like they did in in the movies and stuff. In I, the I movies. I don't know anyone who just went yeah, off. Always passionate like, when they say it. Yeah. That's elope. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They just run they away and get married Vegas. and come back. Is, is that? Yeah. That's, I, that's I, pretty much how it is. I, right? I think you're right, Carla. The, today's to elopement Vegas. is they just go to Vegas and get mm-hmm. married. You know. Mm-hmm. So they I just text they each other and say, hey. Want to get married? Meet me in Vegas. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meet me in Vegas. I just see you there. Don't call me, though. <laughs> I might go to Vegas for my anniversary this year. Yeah. Okay. What, what year is it? 15. Oh, wow. Go ahead, Carl. You got to go somewhere. Oh, good, yeah. You, you can do yeah. what it do. Yeah. Vegas is a good Vegas. place. Ooh, what happens yeah. in Vegas stays in Vegas. Uh, Lord, she going to get pregnant. Oh, but do, but do. But do couples do anything different when they get to Vegas? Yeah, I mean, like is, wild the lo- is, is the lovey-dovey the same as it is at the house, or is it different in Vegas? Not in Vegas. <laughs> come on, come here, come here, come on. Put me up on this bathroom countertop. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, not to put your business in the streets, like, huh. but didn't you just come back from Vegas? You tell us. Yeah, Acted a boy. damn fool. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Didn't you send us you some pictures? They with... need a new chandelier like, in that you... room I was in. Yeah. They need yeah. a new chandelier. They... Didn't he send us some pictures with, with Jackie on his back in the pool? Okay. <laughs> they yeah. know they don't do that at home. Wow, stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, and got a and got a pinch nerve right now. <laughs> Get your behind in this dresser. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's running from my neck down my arm. A whole pinch nerve. <laughs> Oh, man. It was oh, fun. Man. It was fun. Vegas was fun. Vegas was fun. I love it, Vegas. But your pinched yeah. nerve did not stay in Vegas. That happened in Vegas. It didn't stay, huh? No, mm-hmm. but we brought that on back yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, nephew. Um, yeah. Oh, and you played too much. Don't, I didn't forget yeah, to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject. This second child could ruin my relationship. Oh, Lord, what have I gotten myself into? We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now. Mm -hmm. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, the second child could ruin my relationship. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am 22 years old, and I have a three-year-old daughter with my boyfriend. We've been together for six years, but we've been off and on the whole time. One night when we were not together, I went out and got really drunk with a guy that has been liking me for a long time. I got so drunk that I passed out, and the next morning I woke up at the guy's apartment and realized that we had had sex. We went to the store and got a Plan B pill so I would not get pregnant. Well, the Plan B didn't work, and I ended up pregnant. And I knew it was this guy's baby because I had not had sex with my boyfriend before or after that night. When I found out I was pregnant, I got back with my boyfriend, and we had a lot of sex. So when I told him I was pregnant again, he had no reason to think it was not his baby. We got back together, I had the baby, and everything has been great with my boyfriend and I. We have not had any problems, and he is taking good care of me and the kids. 
but I have a big problem. I posted a picture of my six-month-old daughter on Facebook, and her daddy and his family saw the picture, and now they want to be included in my child's life. There is no way for me to deny that she's his daughter, but my boyfriend has no idea. I honestly wish my daughter's dad was like most of the other dudes that don't care about their kids, but he's not. Uh, he has been asking to spend time with her. I want to tell my boyfriend so badly, but I know it will be the end of us for good. I will be alone without a father for either of my kids. I can't help but think that this is my karma for getting drunk and having sex. What should I do? Should I secretly let my daughter see her dad? Please help. Well, I don't know about karma for getting drunk and having sex, but uh, you certainly got drunk and didn't have any protection and had sex. Um, and, and I cannot be a party to you lying to your baby daddy. I cannot do that. This is a whole mess right here you're in, all because you got drunk and, like I said, didn't use protection. That was not smart. Uh, now all these lies you've told, they can mess up everyone's life if you tell the truth. And because your daughter's father and his family want to be a part of her life, and rightfully so, why wouldn't he? Um, you know, a lot of guys don't want to be a part of their kid's life, but you're right. Uh, this guy does. He's not one of those ones that don't want to be a part of his child's life. So, uh, no, you should not do it secretly. Not let her see him secretly. Uh, because that's just more lies on top of more lies and lies and lies and lies. I mean, don't you think you've had enough secrets and enough lies? Don't you think that? Um, and, and I'll say this. I mean, some things I do believe you should take to your grave. But this is certainly not one of them. You're going to have to come clean. You have to come clean because the picture's out there now. You've posted it on the Internet. You do not want your man to find out on the Internet. And you don't want him to find out from your daughter's real dad. You just don't want to do that. It's not a good look. You're going to have to face the music. You did this to yourself, unfortunately, but, you know, you have your child to think of now, and um, you have to, you, you're going to have to come clean and do the right thing. Steve? Yeah, how drunk you is, you're going to have the protection. Yeah. You know, you know? so, man, I don't care how drunk you is. I, I don't <laughs> understand that I woke up yeah. and realized I had sex. I, of course... I could be speaking from lack of experience, so let me just preempt it by saying that. Yeah, I'm not judging her, but I don't know nobody that can really, really claim I was drunk, I woke up, and I didn't realize it, but I had had sex. Uh, I, I don't know a person that's done. I'm not saying it's not possible, but mm, it, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter that you got drunk with a guy that was liking you for a long time. And you got so drunk that I passed out. And the next morning, I woke up at the guy's apartment and realized that we had had sex. Mm. So we went to the store and got the Plan B pill so I wouldn't get pregnant. Well, Plan B didn't work. And now you're pregnant. I knew it was this guy's baby because I had not had sex with my boyfriend before or after that night. Okay, how long before and how long after? Obviously, it was close enough that when you found out you was pregnant, you got back with your boyfriend. That's fine. And y'all had a lot of sex. Mm -hmm. So then when I told him I was pregnant again, he he had no reason to think it was not his baby. Oh, girl, you real tricky. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. real tricky. So now we got back together. I done had the baby, 
everything been great with my boyfriend and I. We ain't had any problems, and he's taking good care of me and the kid. Mm. Ah. Wow, you tricky girl. But now you got a problem because you done posted a picture of my six-month-old daughter on Facebook, and her daddy and his family saw the picture, and now they want to be included in my child's life. What? Just like that? (laughs) There's no way for me to deny that she's his daughter. That little girl looked just like that man that much. She must. But my boyfriend ain't got no idea. Mm, mm, I honestly mm. wish my daughter's dad was like most other dudes that don't care about their kids, but he ain't. Mm. He been asking to spend time with her. What? How old is your baby? Six months, right? Mm -hmm. That's what the letter Mm says. This letter screams for a paternity test. It does. Yeah. So we can be sure now. So before you throw your life out the window, you really need to find out if this is the man's baby. That's for starters. All right. Hang on, Steve. Uh, We'll get to part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, the second child could ruin my relationship right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's recap today's Strawberry Letters, Steve, and uh, get to part two of your response. Subject, this this second child could ruin my relationship. Mm. Okay, uh, this girl, uh, off and on relationship with her man. They have a three-year-old daughter together. They went off. She got drunk one night, passed out. I was out with a guy that really liked her, passed out, woke up next door and drunk, realized they had sex, went and bought a Plan B pill. Plan B pill didn't work. Um, she decided she knew she was pregnant. She found out she was pregnant. So she got back with her boyfriend. They had a lot of sex. So there was no reason for him to think that it wasn't his baby. She's passed this off as his baby. Everything has been going good for this past six months. The guy's acting right. He's taking good uh, care of her and the babies. And everything's been great. And I've had any problems and but now she says she's got a big problem. I posted a picture of my six month old daughter on Facebook and her daddy and his family saw the picture and now they want to be included in my child's life. Okay, that's natural. So it's obvious to me that for him to look at the child and think that's his child, you must have told him that the plan B pill didn't work. So now, when he online, because ain't no dude just looking to be no father. Not not these dudes, not nowadays. So now what happened is, you probably told him the plan B didn't work, and then he, I don't know what he said. Hey, look, hey, it wasn't all that. Now, you go with your boyfriend, pawn the child off on him. He's going for it. Now he done found the picture on Facebook and go, damn, she looked just like me. Mm-hmm. And you already think that's his daddy. There's no way for me to deny that she's his daughter, but my boyfriend has no idea. Now he ain't like other dudes, so he want to see his kids. He been asking to spend time with her. I want to tell my boyfriend so bad, but I know it will be the end of us for good. I think you're correct, hmm. uh, but then you may not be correct. He may stay in there with you, but it's going to be a problem. Ah, that will be the end of us for good. Then I will be alone without a father for either one of my kids. 
I can't help but think this is my karma for getting drunk and having sex. Well, listen, young lady, it's not your karma, but it is the results. You know, that behind every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And as young people, we have to understand that we've got to really be conscious of our actions. Now, you've made a mistake, but it's nothing you can't recover from. So listen to me. I know it seems daunting, but you want to keep your relationship with your boyfriend because he's a good dude. This other dude then obviously said, see, this is why I think that you may have told him that the plan B pill didn't work. Because while he on lines, he see a baby, he go, man, that's my baby. That's my baby. Don't dude just go, that's my baby. Unless you told him you were pregnant. He said he didn't want to have nothing to do with it. Now he got the baby. Now him and his whole family want to spend time with the baby. That ain't right. You don't get no girl pregnant and leave her out like that. That's his mama talking. Now he know he got to do the right thing. Now he want to do the right thing. But the right thing is not the right thing because you told your boyfriend it was his. What should I do? Should I secretly let my daughter see her dad? That's the biggest mistake you can make because there is no secret because the kid going to tell it. She's six months now. But what what is she going to be calling that man when she go over there? Daddy? Ain't you got her calling this one, Daddy? When she can start talking? You don't think she going to get it confused one day? Secret? No. You got enough secrets. So we have to stop the secret. Shirley is right. Shirley said... There are some decisions you have to take to your grave. This is not one of them. This is where you're going to have to stand up and bear up under what has happened. Now, what's the lesson we've learned here, young man? First of all, we don't do good when we drink. So we need to take drinking off the list of fun things to do. Because hmm. this fun thing then turned into a situation. Now you got two beautiful children. God don't mistake God don't make mistakes with children, so they're here. You do have a dilemma because you're going to have to t- but first thing you need to do is secretly go get a paternity test. That you do need to do secretly. So you can find out exactly who the father is cuz it may not be this one night dude's baby. It may not be. Mm. But then again, if it is, that's his child. You can't deny him, and then you got to tell the truth to your boyfriend. And then you got to just say, "You, I want you to forgive me. And you got to see where it goes. But you're going to have to play it out. I don't think you love this new guy at all. Though. Wow. All right, listen, you can post your thoughts. Thank you, Steve, on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Or you can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, okay? Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, uh, trending political news. And did you guys see the protesters in London uh, against Mr. Trump? Yep. He said it's yeah. fake news. Now they was out there. He said he didn't even see him. He said today. yes. Wait till you hear what he said. Uh, we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Guys, what do you think about President Trump's visit to um, England? And after a day of pomp and all this pomp and circumstance and everything with the royal family at Buckingham Palace, uh, President Trump spent the day discussing politics with outgoing Prime Minister Theresa May. Now, while Trump sat in meetings all day, there were tens of thousands of protesters <laughs> just filling the streets of central he didn't London. See them. 
Yeah. <laughs> the the infamous baby blimp, the Trump baby blimp was out I there. Saw uh-huh. that. I saw that. I saw that too. That? Yeah. It flew over Parliament Square. It's a 16-foot uh, statue of Trump sitting on a gold toilet while tweeting is also on display. Uh, But despite all of these protests going on over there, the president claimed in a tweet that he hasn't seen any of them. He tweeted, tremendous crowds of well-wishers and people that love our country. Haven't seen any protests yet, but I'm sure the fake news will be working hard to find them. Great love all around. Look out the window. You need to look out the window. <laughs> wow. All them people wow. standing around, that's them called protesters. Yeah. They ain't waiting on you to come out on the balcony like you Michael Jackson. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, sir. He don't but see that. Queens, news, Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, I act like you couldn't hear him in that meeting either. <laughs> right, right, Junior. Because right, they were loud, right? The they, they were very vocal, yeah. What's what? <sighs> wow. This Can I tell crazy. you another piece of news that's kind of crazy? Yeah. What? They're really talking about sending Trump's ex-campaign manager, Paul Manafort. Mm-hmm. To he may Rikers. get transferred to Rikers. I saw that. Hard time. Yeah. Hard time. Mm-hmm. Did they say why, Steve? Well, the prosecutor's in New York because this is the other oh, phase yeah. of his uh, is going against the state charges. Mm-hmm. And they want him in Rikers. Notorious Rikers Island. Ooh. Ooh. This is law and order type. We're talking D block, boy. But these are his boys. This is what you. Mm, 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 mm. But you're doing all. You're going to Rikers for the present? I would yeah. have some more information. Yeah. You what? <laughs> I'm coming up with something. <laughs> Yeah. Man. What piece of oh. information can I give you to keep me <laughs> out of Rikers? Yeah. yeah. What you need, I got it for you. Yeah. Right. All of it. Seriously. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about trending money news. Forbes lists Jay-Z and Serena right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, congratulations are in order for Jay-Z. According to Forbes magazine, he's become the first hip-hop artist to make it into the Billionaires Club. Uh, We thought it was Dr. Dre when he Mm. sold Dre Beats a few years ago because he made $3.2 billion in that deal with Apple, but he was only personally worth $800 million. This happened back in 2014 when he sold Dre Beats to Apple. Did you say only? Yeah, I want to just stop. As opposed to to the the billions. You're right. You're right. (laughs) But when you're talking to to billionaires, you know, don't they look down on millionaires, Steve? Nope. Do do the B's get along with the M's? Yeah. (laughs) You need them M's for them B's. To make those B's. To be the B's. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's like just millionaires like, yeah. need thousandaires uh-huh. to continue to be a millionaire. Right, right. Okay. I mean, and he's... thousandaires need... Hundredaires. Hundredaires. Hundred yeah. I'm telling you, man. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and Dr. Dre isn't that far off worth eight eight hundred million. If he don't go another dollar, but that yeah. Was back, well, that was back in two thousand fourteen. Now, now yeah. he is a billionaire. Yeah. Oh, he didn't got that. Uh, Jay Z's net worth is at a billion thanks to successful ventures in fashion, liquor, and technology. He owns homes in LA, the Hamptons, and New York City, as well as stakes in companies like Uber and Tidal. So, congratulations to him. Now, in other Forbes news, yes. Talk to me, man. Yeah. (laughs) Tennis star Serena Williams, uh, you know, she's also a fashion mogul as well. She made Forbes' list of the world's richest self made women this month. Forbes estimates Serena Williams' wealth to be at $225 million, which the magazine reports she earned mostly off the court. In the past five years, yeah, she invested in 34 startups with 60% of her investments going to companies led by women and people of color. Uh, Go on, Serena. Yeah. Go ahead, Serena. And, and then in April, uh, yeah, Serena also launched her own brand, Serena Ventures, which helps to fund other startups and launch her own companies. And wait, we're not finished. Now, Rihanna uh, uh, is the richest female musician now. All right. Really? She made, yes, 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 yes. In the past 15 months with her Fenty Beauty line, which mm-hmm. I love. Yes, uh, we both love. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, I mean, it's great, Carla. Right? They have mm-hmm. makeup Foundation, for yeah. how highlighters. Yes. It's it's her oh, lip girl. color. Oh, her lip yes. colors are outstanding. Yes. Anyway, she's worth about six hundred million dollars. Some some people God. thought it would be uh, uh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce's worth yeah four hundred million. So Rihanna, Rihanna is. I ain't mad at none of these. That people. would no. be a total of one point four billion. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, so Rihanna's the richest female musician. So congratulations to all of them. Mm. Wow. wow. It's yeah. really so amazing, you... man. Whoa, it's really amazing this? how well and how hard these sisters are working. Because that is a tough feat in a man's world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew. That's so big. Yeah. There's so many things set in place for you not to be successful. Right. And, and... It's really, really refreshing to see these women who are doing as well as they're doing. I mean, my hat's off to them because it is hard, man. It really is hard. Yeah, you always say that maintaining it is even harder than earning it, than getting it. it. Yeah. Um, And what I love about Rihanna is that when she wanted to do her makeup line, there were so many naysayers telling her, you know, not to do it because there's so many makeup lines out here. Why are you going to do makeup? And she wanted to do it. the world needs a makeup line. Makeup line, right. And Mm -hmm. she did it anyway. And look at it. Look at it now. Yeah. Yeah. What if she had listened to them? What if she had listened to them? You know? Junior, let's come up with ugly man makeup. We can really kill it, boy. Come you on. you be you be the spokesperson? Are you? Hell yeah. Are you saying you're ugly, Tommy? What? Not at all. Oh, well, well, get your ugly ass on this box. Boy, boy. Make this money. And sell these <laughs> Tommy, here go your ugly opening line on the commercial. Come on, as we go. Do Steve. you look like me? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I can help you. Uh, More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending news, uh, we talked about this yesterday, how SZA shut down Sephora. Well, uh, Sephora, the cosmetics chain, will close down all its stores today for a diversity training session after SZA 
tweeted that she was racially profiled by a Calabasas location. So, um, yeah, this is a result of her. So thank you for that, SZA, because if they need it, they need to do it. Yeah, yeah. that's big. Yeah, it is really big, big, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sephora's big, and they, and they need right. to know better and do better. Yeah. So that's what they're going to do yeah, today. We get that ugly man makeup in there? <laughs> Boy? <laughs> Boy? We're going to make a killing. <laughs> Put your product right up there next to Fenty. Up front. Like ugly ugly people putting it on all day That's in the front. Line. That's good line. Do you look like me? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea, Tommy. I mean, I really appreciate the fact that, he's finally that you're admitting. warming up to the idea. I'm not warming up uh-huh. to it. I knew you were going to say that. Listen. This was a bad day for Tracy Morgan. Bad day for Tracy Morgan, the actor and comedian. He crashed, Steve, his $2 million Bugatti Veyron. Uh, TMZ says the accident happened on a busy New York City street uh, Tuesday afternoon after someone driving a Honda CRV tried making a last-second right turn and smashed into Tracy. Whoa. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Tracy's okay. Yeah, he's okay. He tweeted that he's totally fine. His new car may not be. The car is back at the dealer to assess the damage, and we can only hope that they total it at this point. $2 million Bugatti. Uh, We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for Steve's favorite segment. It's called Ask Steve. All right, here we go. How would you describe your life in one sentence? It has been an amazing journey. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It has been an amazing Deep. journey. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. On, okay. Tom. Okay. I got one. What is something you want to tell your significant other, but are afraid that if she find out, she'll break up or divorce you? Oh. I know the answer uh, to that. No. Hell no. Ain't no <laughs> hell. I'm saying that. Right. I don't know hell why no. the hell they give me that, that, that question. No, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not answering that one. Because, see, no, hell no, I'm not giving that. That'll be all over the internet. <laughs> Steve Harvey wants to. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Great question. But uh, it is a really good question. He's not oh, even the question is outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm Carl. Not I'm not walking into that bullet. Well, maybe you can answer this one, Steve. All right. Here's a question. What is the most surprising thing you've accidentally overheard about yourself? Mm. He doesn't forget anything. Anything. You know, he observes oh, yeah. mm-hmm. things all the time. One of the most surprising things was a little boy uh-huh. who came up to me at the wearable gala just this past weekend. This is my most recent surprising gala. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. He's the keynote speaker at the camp this Sunday. He, the mentoring camp. Yeah, Steve came Harvey. to my camp eight years ago. Came up to me and told me, Mr. Harvey, your camp changed my life. I was called to the ministry that night after listening to you. I'm a minister, and I'm preaching at the camp for the closing remarks on this Sunday. That was pretty surprising to me. Wow. Because I don't know what I said. <laughs> turn, turn this boy into a preacher. Hot. Many kids, I done cussed out down there. <laughs> oh, that's cool, though. Congratulations. That's tough love. It's called that tough is. love, that, Steve. That, that was really a, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a really big surprise. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Junior? All right, up. Uh, 
All right, what is something you did when you were younger that could have killed you, but you were too young to realize it? <laughs> something stupid. So oh, he got plenty of well, them. Well, I got a bunch yeah. of them. Uh, one time, my brothers convinced <laughs> me and my nephew to paint. My father had bought this cat strap home that we got whippings with. And he kept it on the hook right over his rocking chair. My brother told me and my dumbass nephew, if you paint it white and hang it back on that hook, he ain't going to know it because it bled in with the wall. <laughs> we painted it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, what, and what happened? Noted, and what, noted and all the nephews got to be right dumbass. There. Noted that. Yeah, no. That right there, we almost got killed. <laughs> that was okay. a all right, that ends it for Ask Steve. Coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day on this hump day. Time for you to uh, leave us with some closing remarks. Yeah, you know, I try to uh, find different ways to encourage people because, um, uh, life life is really challenging, man, and, and it's becoming even more so uh, for all of us because of social media, man. It's like craziness. It's, it's you can become a part of the the meal, so to speak. You can just become a part of the meal, and you don't even have to be famous. You really, really don't. You It can just be in your circle of friends that you start getting hated on or something like that. But it's really difficult out here. So I really try to give people bits and pieces of things that happened to me as I progress through my life uh, and I maintain and I grow all the while in spite of, in spite of. Now, two things help me. First of all, my relationship with God is probably better than it's ever been. Because I've learned some really, really useful tools over the past year to really, really help me. Now, little did I know that God was presenting these tools to me so I could, so I would have them and be equipped for the fight that he knew was coming my way. Man, that's a cool, cool thing to know that God taught me some things before last year that was going to help me with what he knew was coming my way this year. So the first thing I have to attribute and give credit to my relationship with God has been the real root of my ability to keep moving forward in the face of all circumstances, whether they seemed or appeared to be what they were or not. And then secondly, I have learned how to um, shield myself. It's not that I know how to shield myself, but I've learned how to put a protective coating over my mind to help me deal with negativity because it's just so much of it out there, man. And if you get, if you really listen to what everybody's saying, you know, you have a lot more people that love you than hate you. Know that. The problem with hate is it's so doggone loud. And, and love is just so somebody call and say, hey, man, don't worry about none of that. I got your back. I love you, man. Thank you for all you do. Your real friends know the truth. It's just people who don't, they have something to say. So your relationship with God and this practice that I've learned of how to coat coat my mind from negativity have been two of the most powerful things that I've developed over the past couple of years and last year and few months ago 
that's really, really helping me. And so what I wanted to kind of share in light of all of that, uh, in that same vein is, what I want you to stop doing if you're doing this, stop giving people permission to have an opinion about you. Man. Stop giving people permission to have an opinion about you when, first of all, they don't even know you. Number two, a lot of people with an opinion about you, they've never met you. And here's the most important reason. They don't know you. They haven't met you. And you want to know the real reason you shouldn't care? Because they don't care. They don't care anything about you one way or the other. They just riding through the system pushing buttons, and you happen to be the button that they pushing today. Do not give people permission to have an opinion about you and you listen to it. I stopped doing that. I stopped giving people my permission to have an opinion about me. You don't have, I'm not giving you permission. Now you can go have one, but it's without my permission. So therefore, you can't affect me. Listen to me, people. If you don't give them the permission to affect you, they can't affect you. You can keep pushing on and upward to your goals. Don't give them permission to turn you back. Don't give them permission to stop you. Don't give a person permission to ride your back. Martin Luther King said a man can't ride your back unless you bend over. Stand up. Stand up to some of this mess. I'm not saying go down there and do something about it. I'm just saying stand up. Hold your head up. Square your shoulders. Pinch your shoulder blades. Get your chest out. Hold your chin up. Go on with your bad self. Quit worrying about what they saying. Them people don't even know you. Don't give these people permission to make you feel less than who you really are. Your heavenly father made you. You're a child of God. These people didn't make you. Do not give them permission. Don't give them permission to be a determining factor in your life. They don't have your permission to do that. They don't have the ability to do that. Don't give them permission to hate you, turn you back, ride your back, make you feel less, be a determining factor in your life. You know why? Because they don't know you, they ain't never met you, and they don't care about you. You should not care about what they think. Those are my remarks. Have a good weekend. Drop it. Boom. Yes. No, we dropped it. (laughs) (laughs) Profound. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 